Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Samara, a.k.a. A Girl from Harlem. And today, oh, by the way, and this is The God Show. Lighter, lighter, lighter. And today we have a Chicago legend in the house. Uh, when this guy came onto the scene, his snares and his sounds was fucking the game up. And he was just a young nigga that was just always excited. So it was like, you know, like you can't get, you know, when somebody take your space. Like somebody took, you trying to get the Rihanna single and you got it. And you like, who the fuck got it? Intern. Fuck them niggas. Then you meet you and you like, what's up, buddy? I'm like, I like this nigga now. I like this nigga now. So, you know, we got, uh, <laughs> we got my bro, Cosign from the interns. Hey. One of the most legendary producers out of Chicago. Produce TV shows, produce for Apple. If you work for Apple, you do something for yeah, Apple. He, oh, Apple. Listen, we better find out yeah. everything he's doing. This is my man. He hit me. He said, Ray, let's talk some shit. So we here. Let's get to it. Yay. Welcome to the show, my brother. Man, first, man. Thank y'all for having me, well, man. Welcome to my show. Yeah. And I know, you know, I know you special because we shooting early in the day. Hey. Usually we be on some late night. It be liquor flowing. If we had liquor flowing now, that means somebody in here got a real problem. Usually we, film, usually, we, usually we film during the nighttime, you know, it be drinks on. Today is like library hours and shit. We just Hilarious. in this moment, let's go. But we going to get to it. Let's go. Hilarious. <laughs> That's how important you are, my brother. This is going to be the informative. That's You know cool. what I'm saying? We going to come with some real information as, as, as opposed to just the toxic, even though. You know, a little, little slight bit of toxic A little toxic, we're going to sprinkle it in. You know what I mean? Just for the culture. Yeah, so I like to think of you like this strip club anthem king, but you're not just that. You are, like, very diverse with it, right? So what's the hardest genre to kind of produce music for? Mm, good question. The hardest genre. Uh, well, first off, I really don't prescribe to genres. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, okay. that's not for me. Why? And... That's, that's that's interesting, by the way, because that's a he's speaking at a Jedi level. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Because yeah, yeah. a and song it, is a song. Song is a song. The thing that makes it whatever it is is usually the person singing it, mm-hmm. or and how they sing it. So like Dolly Parton, she sung "And I Will Always Love You." It was a country song. Whitney sings the same exact song, and it's a pop song. This goes back to race, you know that, right? Because they're trying to find a way to. But that's why I said it's at a map. But here's the thing: that is it. But when you get to his level, okay. a mastery, he, does he does it. It's not a process. It's like it's a song, man. And, and it's interesting because I always I know that that's like a little you know recluse left to center ideology. But then I'm at Quincy Jones' crib, and he just, you know, he has no chill. He like, fuck genres. I was like, but hell yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's from Chicago. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't want anything to impede on the creativity. Mm. I don't mm. want any outside anything to, if it's supposed to be a flute with 
uh, 808 and a saxophone, then that's what it is because my goal is to stand out. I don't want to sound like you niggas. I don't want to sound like I don't. I don't. I want it to be the cosine pack come in all different beats. You know, just uh. different type of because you know music can be saturated. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's trying, and so in order to break into the game, there needs to for my formula, it has to be like a level of urgency and surprise and like oh shit yeah. you know what i'm saying so that's like kind of like my so, formula so so you when somebody calls you and say coast we coast on we want you to produce for can you make a pop song you 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 shut it down immediately like i make music soon as soon as they say that then i have to go on a journey yes as to what does pop mean to me today so i might pull up some taylor swift yeah i might pull up so Michael Jackson, I might pull up, you know, <clears throat> whatever, however I'm feeling like pop, you know, but mm-hmm. I just go into immediate research mode. Like, to be a good producer, you got to be a good-ass listener. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm trying to inspire you, I need to know what you're inspired by. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I really feel like like an investigator off top. <laughs> as soon as I get to the artist, like, what you going through, what you like, what's your favorite song, What's your favorite album? Why was it your favorite album? What's your favorite instruments? You know what I mean? By the way, for the record, that's why I love you, bro. Man. Nah, seriously, let me tell you why. This What you're doing right now is why I started this show. My nigga. Because there is a level of mastery that comes from being in the room. And I feel like people think it's as easy as getting on there talking. No, bro. This shit is like making a hit, making a song is like making a baby, right? And if that baby ain't conceived out of love, we know how that turns out, right? If that baby ain't conceived intentionally, we know how that turns out. So when you making a record, like like even me now, you can't just work with my people I manage. Mm -hmm. You gotta, I'm the filter. Right, label right, call. Right. I want because I want. By the time I give it to you, I want you. I I want. I want to give you the formula that they want. Yo, right. They want they they want they stay well done. I know we mm-hmm. do it like this, but they want it well done. They want it like this. They so now when you in the room, you just knock it out. And you and you making my job yeah. forty gazillion times easier yeah. by not sending me into the dark. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because all you're gonna do in the dark is figure out what you just said, figuring it out. Like when I work when when people hit me, I want to work with such and such. I'm like, bro. Let me tell you my my famous question I ask. You'll appreciate this. I always say. Okay, cool. You want me to work with? Let's say I want you to work with Tamira. We just, we signed it to Atlantic. All right. Okay. First question I'm saying: How long she been signed for? Oh, we had it for eight months. Okay, eight months. How many songs she got recorded? I don't know. No, like how many songs have y'all got on her? Or she, we cut thirty. How many songs has she come in with? Well, she came in with like thirty. So you got sixty songs, and y'all still don't have the one. And y'all still calling me? Okay, cool. What's missing? Because you call it because you see what I'm trying to say? Because because yeah. my mind is like. I feel like A&Rs have watered the game down by saying, let's just do a session, right? So it's like, it's like I treat the God show like it's our hit record, right? Okay. So right. when I'm in here, like, we was in the room. We always go in the office, prepare for the interview. And I'm like, oh, that's my dog. And not right. only that, he speaks music. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? And, and, and I called you to do this. This yeah. ain't you reaching out to me. This is me being a fan genuinely from an organic you. space Thank and you. being like, See, I want to go talk to him. I want to talk shit with him, bro. As <laughs> yeah, one, you know, I just really admire your mind Thank being you, that brother. as a producer. 
if we don't have people like you to take care of us, the gift doesn't mean anything. Thank you. Because but, I can't, you know what I mean? I can't do both. So I'm always trying to learn from brothers on your side so that when I'm forced to do both, I can still, I can stay relevant and stay in there. I feel like today you just made me adopt a new thing. Message. <laughs> That's my new kid now. Every time we say because it's like, because it's like people like you, producers like yourself should be the number one go-to guy for labels. And I know that they don't call you like they should. I know they don't because you have an opinion. Which is why that whole interaction is not real life. It's the twilight zone. Mm. What do you mean? It's the twilight zone because of everything he just said. I have dedicated my life to being able to deliver quality music, quality projects, singles, whatever. But yet and still label executive who has known me for 15 years is like, yeah, you know, go in there so we could test it out and see. Yeah. Test out and see what? Yeah, right. it's, what it's, are we testing out and see? You know no, but, but here's the thing. The what? thing is, the thing is, is that <laughs> it, it's, it's such a fucked up game. It's such a fucked up such game. Such a fucked up because, game. Because, <laughs> because the artists, the, the control now, le- level now is artists, label, then producer, mm-hmm. right? And when Michael Jackson was making Thriller with Quincy, like, remember, if you watch the documentary, Michael Jackson made Off the Wall with Quincy. And I don't, it's a, a documentary. Everybody should watch it called Off the Wall, uh, the making of Off the Wall. Mm-hmm. But Michael met Quincy at The Wiz. They was filming The Wiz. Mm-hmm. And Michael would just was going... It wasn't a big deal that Michael was leaving the Jackson 5. They were kind of like kid acts. We don't know if they're going to make it. Michael wanted to work with Quincy. They was like, no, Quincy's old. <laughs> Quincy was producing hits in the 60s. We're going into the 80s. Why would you want Quincy? And he was like, no, I want to work with Quincy. Him and Quincy did that album. By the way, Off the Wall was a disco album. People don't even know that. That's crazy. It was, and as a Michael Jackson stan. Stan, not a fan. And, I'm a stan Michael too. Jackson stan, like it was a while where I just used to be like, I used to call him dad. People used to be Aww. weird out. Like you talking about my daddy, bro? Right. Yeah. You talking about my, my dad, like Coke. It's not your daddy, bro. But at 18 and fam, that's when I read, read Quincy Jones' autobiography. Mm. And that's when it was like, okay, so this is my purpose in life. This is mm. really how you do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because as an artist, I was sometimes, you know, had a confidence issues or just, you know, Chicago, man, the way you show love in Chicago is by frying somebody. Yes. Well, get your... <laughs> I remember when I first went to the South Side, started working with two of homie Phoebe, and just like, they would call me Lap, and I didn't understand what they were saying, because even though Lap? it's the same city, Lap, L-A-P, mm-hmm. even though Chicago is the same city, the West Side and the South Side of Chicago is two different countries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And over East is a moment, the North Side is a moment, it's like... But they're similar, so I don't know if that makes any sense. It it's makes similar. What does lap stand country. for? I feel like all hoods are the like that. The lap, bro. One day I was sitting there like, "Hey, y'all ain't about." To, I just had the boss up on the whole crew. Yeah, exactly. It was like, man, it, ain't, it don't mean nothing but little ass pants, nigga. <laughs> oh wow, little ass pants, boy. And I'm like, really? But they love me. This yeah. is yeah. this is my crew. Yeah. So Chicago is such an edgy city that, like, from an artist standpoint, I couldn't. Think of getting on stage and knowing that I'm about to get fried to a yeah, crisp. I love that. But production, 
you right there in the studio. You right by the artist. If you space. mess up while you playing, it's not like performing. You can run it back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hit the record button again, do overdub, so forth and so on. So, like, that's where the producer thing really was, like, a sweet spot for me to find my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But sure. then I realized that there's also a ceiling to production. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I got so much respect for, like, Metro Boomin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mike Will. Yeah. You know, Mustard. Yeah. Like, look, um, K. Trinata. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these brothers that they producers, but they artists. They can go do Coachella. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is why I've been in the gym on my DJing tip. Yeah. Because it's like, every time I go out, I hear it. People playing my music, but man, I would love to experience presenting my music to the people. Like, yeah. that's been an itch. But, but not only that, your taste. My taste, you your know taste, what I'm saying? Your, my your playlist. Thought, yeah, the your music thought process, that, yeah. And then combining, because yeah. by DJing, it totally switched up how I produce. It like literally opened up a whole nother tier because DJing is no rules. They yeah. got remixes that's going number one. Yeah. You know, shout out to Legendary Tracks and Beyonce, yeah. right? Yeah. They, the wetter, uh, the wetter remix, remix, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Let me take a Beyonce smack and put it over some classic Chicago ghetto twister shit and let's cook. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's what DJing and all that stuff has been just, like, opening, you know you what I'm saying? You say there's, like, a ceiling up. for producers. I have to be this person, and I'm sorry. No, don't say sorry. Is He's a real one. Harlem? He wants want Harlem. But is it, like, just black producers or all producers? Do you feel like race has something to do with putting you in that box or coming uh, out of hip-hop? Well, I wasn't coming from a race standpoint when I said it. I just meant, like, artists be having all the fun. Like, they get mm. the free clothes and shit. They get to go perform. Like, but I was... You meant creative-wise. Okay, you yeah, mean, like, like producer, the real fun. I don't never leave the studio. Right. Right? I give you a smash. You go and take it around the world for mm. two years. Tour. My check, my check come nine months later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 12 months later. None of the, the fun. Man. Yeah. Nah, but, but he right, though. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to even go there, because I wanted to ask you something, but... I'll let Tamir go because it's something that bothers me. But I'll, Wait, I'll but I want to stick to the go little ahead. genre conversation we're mm -hmm, having. So mm -hmm. I saw, I love to start arguments early in the morning on Instagram it. with my followers. So mm -hmm. we were arguing about, so the question was, if Confessions, is there another R&B album better than Confessions, right? So while we're having this argument, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill comes up. So I'm like, hold on. I thought that's considered rap. And then... Mm -hmm. An argument about rap, pop, R and B all came together. So, with okay, go ahead, Ray. I see you cooking up something. There's only one album that I'm gonna say could even fight it. And I know y'all gonna disagree. <laughs> like you know, you know, you know, you got some shit in your head. And you like, I know they gonna, I know the world gonna rip me up. But if you are a real fan of great songs. The Dream Love Hate album. Yes. You know somebody commented that and I was like, this is a hill. The I will dream, stand on with The you. Dream yes. Love Hate album. I will stand on that with Well, I love your girl, yes. playing in my hair, purple kisses, uh, car, bro. Um, yeah, um, so fast car. So let's let's stay here because this is this is this one ahead. of my favorite words in life. Go ahead. Unpack. So let's not rush past Let's unpack. That. Go ahead. Let's, let's <laughs> I love this nigga. Let's stay go. Stay right in that. Let's you know go. What let's go. Let's go. Because this nigga dream is my Hero. Did you ever know <laughs> that, that you're my hero? <laughs> like, if I had to go off this list of just like heroes, I'm gonna stay, but I just wanna just. It's Dream, of course. It's James Fauntleroy. Mm. It's T Ron. Thank you. Um, it's uh, uh, Priscilla Renee. And. Um, Shout out to Money Long. Proud of her. Uh, the, the late um, LaShawn Daniels. Um, Makiba Riddick. Makiba. 
And I know, I know I'm forgetting somebody, but I just wanted to just throw out some of these names where it's like, when I'm in the room with them, and this is where a lot of my confidence comes from, because I yes. make sure to ask the right question. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I make sure to listen intensely. Like, That's why I, I know remember, you're a purist, bro. Man, you know what I'm saying? That's why I love my sex. I'm coming in here. By the way, guys, <laughs> while we wait in the film, this him. man is in the room by himself. <laughs> the two sound guys are setting up. He's sitting right in that chair playing his saxophone. <laughs> I mean, playing the hell out of it. Like, yes. who the fuck Doing does that? Bro, bro, you are, bro, in the you, middle, bro like. you are a purist. And that's what I, <laughs> that's what I want to, to me, that's what I want to talk to you. Cause I, I love, cause purists come off sedity, come off a little conceited, mm -hmm. but it's not, I'm conceited. It's just, I respect the process so much well, that I can't respect you if you didn't go through it. I, I am proof that the love and the passion is enough. Mm. And a lot of us are compromising and very, painful areas of life trying to and guess what you don't have to you hear that T? your gift will make room for you mm. the love the passion is enough to take you everywhere you want to go you do not have to participate in the the, the pony show and yeah. that's coming from a nigga that was the star of the pony show yeah and it wasn't until i lost everything went broke moved back to chicago and God humbled me in a way where it's like, mm. I got, I got you, yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And once all that happened, yes. Now, now I can finally deal with peace. But to, to be honest with you, I love, I love. The reason why I wanted to do this was because I watched your R&B Money interview, and to me, Tamira, my problem with the game is that people are afraid to admit where they are. Yep. Mm. They are afraid to, it, it's like, it's almost like high school where you don't, like, it's like, I don't know how you grew up. I know how I grew up. We was poor. But here's the crazy part. I lived in the projects. So guess what that means? Everybody else Everybody's is poor. poor. <laughs> 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 but for some, but you didn't want to show it. You didn't want to get caught right. with food stamps. You didn't want to get caught in the free lunch line. You didn't want to get caught. And that was always like, to me, it was like, but we all was fucking the poor. poor of the poor. So watch this. So watch this. Mi madre es de Panamá y mi padre es de Guatemala. So what that means is, right, my full name, Marcos Enrique Palacios. My parents aren't from here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the straight the Afro-Latino vibes. It Let's gets go. real different real fast. What it gets real different <laughs> Wait. real fast. And so my people-speaking black guy from Chicago. My, my <laughs> My people used to always hit me with that all the time. Mm. Hold on, Marco, because your ass is spoiled. Your ass is spoiled. Let me tell you, when we were in Panama, we had one Snickers, and we cut it and split it five ways for five kids. Wow. And everybody just get a taste, Marco. Everybody get a taste. Wow. So my people were always beating that humble shit. They were trying because... They didn't realize that they were giving me such a crazy life that I was destined to be lit, but they seen it. They seen that they was creating a monster. monster. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Not for sure. So they was always hitting me with the humbleness. So I, I had it back here, but then when the hits come and the girls just come and the Whoa. world come and everybody what? on you, you can't you can't help but to drink the juice, Damn. Especially if you live in LA. I'm in the studio with Nikki. <laughs> I'm in the studio with Nikki. I do one version of Anaconda. She walks in. That ain't it. Leaves out the room. I'm in full panic mode. Two and I have a conversation. 
flip it. I put the same 808 from ass. I slow the tempo down, do a couple adjustments. She come back in, hear it, and start violently twerking. Kick her leg. Yeah, yeah. My And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. I, I literally could that not hear for two years. I couldn't hear. People like, yo, Coach, you know, I want to tell you. Do you be having uh they twerk violently when you're oh, then why are you talking to me? Right. Mm. Why are you why are you talking to me? Because and it was just like two years of just Wait, hold <laughs> on. Is this my answer? Remember I've been asking what is our response to back that ass up? Would Anaconda be our response? Anaconda think? was one of the ones. Can I tell you a story? I, I don't think like can I tell you a story response. to uh, Tamara that, that I've that's a violently twerk, like you gotta drop everything, run and start twerking. Right. Tamara, can I tell you a story right. that um no, my, my, my brother doesn't know? I want to tell him something. He took some money out my mouth. He took some food out my mouth. I can't lie. Let me tell you why. I'm so let me, sorry. Let me tell you why. The original man. sample on Anaconda was a part of a song from the the Nicki Minaj Sierra song we did. Ladies, this your song. So as soon as it come on, and they there, I have the demo of, and I don't know if it was you. Guys, I don't know what happened, but I just remember they sent it to me to clear. Mm. And it had like a, I got a big fat ass, big dicks follow. She says that in the verse. Oh, Nikki shit. says it. And that's in the original. I have it somewhere in my email. I can play it for you. Oh, and she changed the verse. And then, no, then they changed it. So, and then they was like, I think, because somebody started it. Did you start it? Polo started it. So, so Polo started Polo it. Polo and Anonymous started it. Okay, so Anonymous. So Anonymous, because Polo kind of finished it with you guys. Am I right? I finished it by myself. Okay, cool. So on my side. I don't remember how it went, but I just remember I got sent. Nikki has a single coming out, and it was uh, am I, it was Anaconda, but it wasn't called Anaconda. It was like, don't want buns unless you got buns. Yeah, so huh? so Nikki hit me. Nikki hit our management, and then Astrid connected me with Nikki, and she was like, I got this idea from Polo that I like, but I know you can make me love it. Mm. And like, man, that's just, that opportunity, like I'm always be grateful, you know what I'm saying, for that moment because, and again, it goes back to what you were saying earlier, like make my job easier. I make songs out of thin air. It's yep. dead it's silent. Just, you yep. know what I'm saying? So when you have a sample, when you have a concept, Call when you have something. what you was working on in your bedroom and you give me that as a starting point, oh, it's about to go up. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So sure. when she had that idea, I was listening to it. And really, the biggest, i say the my, another phrase I love is heavy lifting. The heavy lifting was, how do you start this motherfucker? Mm. How do you start it? Yep. You know, and that's why I got to give credit to FAMU. Because being in that marching band, you know what I'm saying? It's peanut butter, jelly time. Goo -doo -doo -goo -doo. It's like that energy of yeah. the halftime. Yeah. This black-ass halftime show is about yes. to start. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so I had to go back and just listen to the original. Yes. And this is speaks to the genius of two, my partner, mm -hmm. because he's not a musician, you know, doesn't produce. He's not hands-on at all, but he's an idea guy and a cool guy. Exactly. So when we was listening to it, and he got, you know, my anaconda don't want none unless she's like, now nah, see, that's how you need to start that shit off. You know what I'm saying? And exactly it was like, <laughs> you know what? You right, nigga. Exactly. Now watch out. Because that's all I need. Now watch out. Give me some space. My anaconda, same scratch from Big Sean. Ass, ass, ass. Like I use a lot of my, because they're proven sonics. Yes, These exactly. work. Exactly. The school bell is my signature. You know what I'm saying? I want to know why the school bell is your signature. 
Because my mom's first and last wish was that I graduate from college. Aww. And I graduated from college three years after she passed away on Mother's Day. Mm. And am the only student in Columbia College Chicago history to speak at graduation and not be valedictorian, mm. dedicating my degree to my mama. Oh, so that was my nice. first Grammy. Nice. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my first Grammy. Shout out to my mama, man. Shout out to my mama. My only Grammy, actually. Is dedicating my degree to my mom. You said mama. you went to FAMU, right? Went to FAM for my first the two best years. Best Grammy you could get. What Man. did you study? Uh, music education at okay. FAM. And how did that kind of, so we always have these conversations about how kind of networking is worth more and education and how it's not something that you kind of need, but it does help you kind of navigate through the system sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what were you able to take away from college that helped you navigate through the music industry? Um. It's, it's so many, you know what I'm saying? Like HBCU, I got all the love in the world for HBCUs. And I FAMU. wish that is my one regret that I man, was. Man, yo, I wish I went to college. Like, <laughs> like, I just put it out go. there. I would, I, I want to, and it's like it's almost like you know, like oh man, you didn't miss nothing. I want to say that, but I can't you say can't. that. I cannot say that because Did you pledge anything. You don't look like you pledged anything. Cap Alpha is you, in the building. Oh yeah, oh, I could tell. Cap Alpha Sai. He's a, this is a good guy. This is a guy that is in the building. When he plays by the rules. I, doesn't, the that doesn't, like, I pledged know, if you had to guess, what did you think I pledged? Don't put me on the spot okay, like well, that. I think it's A.K.A. A.K.A. Okay. AKA okay. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, of course. Okay, <laughs> I, I just had to. I get, by the way, I don't know that because you got it on your Twitter. <laughs> I go, don't be mad at me, Deltas and all the other people. Like, how the fuck you know? I'm like, bro, it's on the Twitter. Yeah, that's just, that's, that's like college gangbanging a little bit. They will get at your head. That's why I had to. How the hell you know? Yes. Yeah, they oh, no. What is it about her? It's they don't serious. play that. Yeah. They don't yeah. play that. Yeah, they don't play that. But, but, but why does the school bell, so that represents. His promise. Well, one is different, you know what I'm yes. saying, right? Because everybody got they, you know, if young Metro don't you trust you, mm-hmm. murder on the beat because it's like not. That. Mine is the school bell because I'm promoting education on Ooh. all my hits. Ooh. I'm honoring my mom on my hits. I love that. I'm honoring expanding your mind on my hits and when i'm gone those are still gonna play and somebody's gonna run this interview back and every time they hear that school bill that song just changing their mind forever you're not yep. gonna be able to hear it the same yeah for sure and this is you know my people my people perish for lack of knowledge mm. you know what i'm saying sure. so by having the, this edu- my my company was called the interns yeah because i felt then at 20 when I incorporated. The more I hear, man, the more I fuck with you. The more I, the more I hear them. Because it's so intentional, bro. Every, all, every step. Every step. And it's not, bro, that. You know, I'm, it's like, you know, like you know somebody, but you know the man, but you like, damn, I didn't think an intern, school bell ring. Bro. bro when well, I was that's there, a connecting. Yeah, just, in, it's, 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 nobody wins by mistake. And if you do, you get one win. You mm. know, it's, and when you, if you have been here for a long period of time, you know how and why you're winning. You know that. That's why I always tell you. Which is why I break the saxophone out, right? Because one of my mentors, he passed away last year, and he's also the grandfather to my artist on my my label, my production company, um, the late Ramsey Lewis. And um, I interviewed him my senior year at Columbia, and I asked him, you know, what is is the king's schedule? What is a day like in your life? And when he hit me with... How much he still practiced after 80 albums and three Grammys and you in your 70s? And he said, well, my daddy told me that 
the reason why people are rocking with me, all these things are coming to me is because I'm good at the piano. So as long as I stay good at the piano, things will continue to come to me. Oh, wow. As soon as Bro. you throw off that piece of the formula as to why things were coming... Bro, why are you not talking louder, bro? <laughs> you know bro, you need to be louder. Bro, I, I, I tell this to everybody in my life. I was like, I say, honor the process. Because some people are so worried about not being seen during the process. Like, and I'm like, fuck being seen. Honor it. Because when they finally, number one, they see you. They just not saying anything because it might not be timing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when they do finally look at your, your way if you honored the process, when it's time to say go, it's go. So that's why with me, it's like, bro, like, even me and Tamara, me and Tamara are friends. Tamara just, know, we just, we will, literally, we will argue. So now we like, put a camera in front of us, let's argue. Like, that's literally how we got it. But it's like, so but here's the best part about it. And I'm like, I'm going to say this, just take 30 seconds to say this. I'm proud of you. Because, no, hit me out real quick. Get your flowers no, real quick, man. Get your flowers but, and get this me, love. Let me tell you why. Because... You didn't start off as this. Mm, she, didn't, she didn't start off as this. Yeah. She just kind of was like, raise my friend. Let me ask some questions. So the way our show flows, Tamira mm. brings, I, I'm just kind of like, I know you. So we're going to talk like we know each other. But Tamira mm. brings the journalistic vibes. Mm -hmm. So when she starts popping off her first question, I'm like, I, I mean, want to stop. Like, go to me. Because that's, that's not cheating the process. Man. Because, you know, like I always say, we all look greatness in the eye. Every morning, we just decide are we going to look the other way or are we going to face it. And mm. the motherfuckers that face it are the people that come out on the other side. Yeah, don't cheat the work. Don't, don't cheat the work because at some point, you're going to get your moment and you don't want to get your moment and not be prepared. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be the part because this whole thing is opportunities. Like, my whole thing that I'm looking for while I pop out and while I come outside is I'm looking for another opportunity. You don't have to pay me up front all the time. You do, there's a lot of things that I pass on if you just give me this opportunity. Because if you give me the opportunity, I'm going to show you why you need me. I'm going to yes. show you what my worth is. And yes. I'm going to give you more. Yes. So that there's nothing to think about. I want to I make your job easy, too. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, I think um, that that's a consistent message that has been brought up throughout. every Any guest that has sat on this couch or come, has came on the show has pretty much talked about seeking opportunities and making sure that you know how to identify them and tackling them when they come to you. It might not always have a check attached to it. It might not like be in front of a camera, but you have to be willing to humble yourself and go through those opportunities. And I think that a lot of people see the glitz and the glam and like everybody started somewhere. Like Ray tells us all the time about not having gas or working at Delta. Um, we all talk about how we had to sleep on somebody's couch just to get where we are. There is a struggle, and there's beauty in that, and there's beauty in the pain that comes oh, with it. The and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Yes. Yeah, because character. everybody, first of all, that's how you win mm -hmm. by going through it. Yeah, that's how you win, bro. Like that's the one thing I don't think people Yo, get. Like that's how you win. Let me give you this story. We was in the club in L.A. and went to the bathroom, came back these two young ladies i'm like oh two piece spicy i know i'm in the club with my homie too it's early early la days i'm like what what so i go up to him i'm like yeah how y'all doing y'all look good what? you know what I'm, saying? I'm doing the whole and she like they like who you with and then i'm like oh that's my man's right there you know what i'm saying you know, we from chicago she said you talking about a boy that was picking up the money Stop it. I said, oh, no. Because I knew. It wasn't the first time I seen him do it. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? He was guilty. And 
So I just really did it, the conversation, went over there, and my intention as I'm walking over there is to be like, why are you in the club picking up money? You messing up what I'm doing. But before I could get a word in, he's like, hey, nigga, we got lunch money this week, nigga. <laughs> he's like stacking the bills up on the paper. Yeah. Because we was broke as shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? His levels is different yeah. kind of brokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we used to be at Ralph's in the grocery store for hours because we only got $20 and we trying to figure out what breads and peanut butter and like, well, you know, we get two of these. Like these are the moments that build character. These are the moments that make us. You I always say saying? like, I always say, bro, like the broke days, I know it sounds crazy, but the broke days are the best days because the broke days, we ha- the only thing at the, the, the common denominator for all of us is the dream. Mm-hmm. And it's when the money comes that people start looking at, well, well I did. And it's like, bro, don't ever worry about that. Because the way God got it set up, like, LeBron is probably making more money than all his guys right now. But LeBron has probably another three years in, and then it's it for him. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to do whatever he wants. But Rich Paul, oh, yeah. Maverick, those guys are going to be able to do what they're doing until the rest of their life. Yeah, winning with your, fr- winning with yeah. your friends, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's one thing. You know, that's to me, is one of the harshest aspects of this journey is sometimes being a one man army yeah, and just understanding that like, that's the path that God has for me. Mm -hmm. And even last night, you know, as soon as I come in town, I pull up right on the straight to JD, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And you know, that was something that I mentioned to him, like, man, you really don't, you don't have like a posse, you know what I'm saying? And he was explaining to me, like, you know, I create in silence. Like I like the loud noise people aren't around when I'm writing. And so, you know, there's, and that's a that's a part of the journey. You got to be okay with yourself. You got to be okay with that independent work, that independent study, that independent grind. Yeah. And know that it can be lonely and mentally be strong, have the fortitude to push through because on the other side of that is where a lot of your best work is at. And you can't worry about the people. 97% of the people are sheep. They're sheep. They like, can I tell you what I said? I, and I stand on this. And I, I think you, you were speaking some shit about this earlier. You know what I say? Can I tell you how I really feel? I don't give a fuck what you think. If your boss can walk in the room and say my name and you got to jump and call me and act like you like me. I don't care what you think. Oh, shit. That just got deep. No, let me Because my thing is this. is like, we be worried about how someone. Shit. Let me tell you what I'm saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We be worried about how somebody feel about us. Like, oh, man, do he fuck with me? And I'm like, it don't matter if he fuck with you. Right. If the big white man in the office come in and be like, yo, Ray. Call Cosign, man. He's he's hot. I can hate you. I'm gonna get on the phone. Coast, what's up, bro? And I that's not me. I'm wow. telling tell, tell the person, hey, I don't fuck with Cosign. Like, you he's might want to get somebody else to call him. But I know <laughs> you motherfuckers will, if I walk in the room with the right person, will be like, Ray, man, get your I'm just the type yeah. nigga be like, get your motherfucking ass on my face, bro. Cause I already know if that wasn't with him, you wouldn't fuck with me. That's cool with me, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But I tell people, you gotta be cool with that. Because this game will make you doubt yourself, make you mm-hmm. hate yourself, mm-hmm. make you thought. Mm-hmm. I had I got a phone call from a friend of mine. I ain't gonna lie. This dude felt like he was about to kill himself. Cause people in the game weren't talking to him. And I'm like, bro, just know that this artist you working, if that nigga takes off, they're gonna all answer your phone calls. Mm-hmm. So how can you get caught up in them? Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Stick it. Stay in the process. Well, and, and it's also like not having that that balance in your life, right? Because that's real. This is where I give so much love and credit to my family because I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I'm about to go home to my kids, my wife, 
the Panamanians. We gonna laugh and like and it's gonna be good. When I lost everything, it was such a blessing, like a hidden blessing, because yep. my family was so happy that I was back home. Mm. I've been in L.A. so long. They mm. like, man, we we kind of hope you want to stay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's what helped me to turn back into me and separate. Like. Yeah. My whole existence is not cosign. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm Marcos. Yeah. And I have people that love me that they don't care about the sax, the music. They don't care about none of that shit. They just care about you. Man. And so once you really can put music and work where it's supposed to be at, man. then you can treat it like, like I treat my business like this cool little passion hobby thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, I'm going to play you. I went to this session, played for one of the biggest female artists in the world. I made a photo of 21 beats, and she picked five. Mm-hmm. And I was super, that was a touchdown day for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now, you know, I could have left her and been like, she didn't like 16 of them, man. Dang, oh, no. you know, I'm losing sleep. Oh, my week, what's wrong with my program? It could be, nah, she, five out of 21. Like, it's up. That's good odds. Right. Because, look, one song on the charts a year, one song. One song, that's all you need. It's a great fucking year. Look, exactly. one song on the charts inside of two years. Yeah. It's really a great two years. That's a, one, two hit records a year is, is a seven figure year for you. What are you talking about? Easy. What? Yeah, and so. if you're doing that on the hit side, that means on, as far as album cuts and different shit, you probably got to work spread it out. Doing all kind of stuff. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I've got records. I got records. I just got a text today from Mike Karen on the way here, like, yo, the Flow Rider single that y'all did just dropped. I'm like, I didn't even know it. I don't watch my work though. That's 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 my rule in business. I don't watch my work. Like I don't I don't pay attention to it. I don't care about it because it's not mine. Mm. It's like you just said, I'm gonna give you a song and you're gonna have to take it around the world and work it. And if it works, my check gonna come whether I want it to or not. It's gonna come. But if it doesn't work, I better have a hundred other songs going out that same fucking year. But I do be feeling like my songs is my kids. A yeah, bit. I was like, I ain't gonna lie. Just I couldn't a, be able to from just a creative. Creative. Yeah, from but, but hear me out though. But this is, like but this is, but, but hold on. But this it. is the relationship between creatives and managers. Mm-hmm. So I'm a creative in my head, but I'm I'm also bottom line, and I, it goes back to what we the, the, what we just talked about. I'm like, if you if you can do it once. You could do it again. Right, right. My, you, you, can, you help us to not be too emotional to our detriment. To, to our detriment I always now. say the, first, you know the worst thing you could do to something is love it. Mm. The worst thing you could do to something is love it. Because when you love it, you don't want it to go through the strains that make it great. Like, mm. how many artists have you encountered that was like, that record can't come right now because that one is special. Hey, brother, it ain't special to nobody. The world to tell you if it's special. You could think it's special all you want. If the world don't think it's special, it's not special. So remove your love from it and let's look at it all like it's the same. It's like it's like being mm-hmm. in a relationship. The motherfucker that care less is the happiest one in a relationship. <laughs> it's the motherfucker that love the most that's like, why are you like this to me? I'm it's like oh, the yeah. person I don't oh, give a fuck shit. is always the happiest person. So sometimes you just gotta know that they're your babies, but know that they are your babies. That you're giving up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let go. We are gonna listen, and if and if it's and if that, if you give it to a good family, that baby hey. will come back and be like, "Daddy, thank you. Here's something for you, Daddy." Analogy, right? Come he on, bro. They are your kids, but bro, like the, your real That's kids crazy. are your kids, right? And those babies right. take care of those real babies. And to me, it's like as long as dog, I can't imagine going home telling my mom or my family or my kids, "We can't eat today. Daddy made a bad move." Nah. 
I'm looking at everything. What you need? All right, how do I really feel about this? Like, I always get to the core of my emotions. Like, because I'm an emotional person, but I always get to the core, like, why am I mad? Why don't I want to give it to this person? Why? Because sometimes it might be some other shit that has nothing to do with that. It just might be, mm-hmm. man, like, I made, like you might have said, I made this song and my mother said this was her favorite song. So I want, you know what I'm trying to say? Right, 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 now, those right. moments I'd be like, hey, yeah. we gonna follow that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's because that's something that she's not here to say. This is to do this. That's, that, that's powerful emotional intelligence, too, just to do that reflect. Yep. And really, you know what I'm saying, dig into yourself like that. Because as men, especially black men, that be the thing. You talking about black man living, this is the beginning of grown man living. The beginning of grown man living is understanding that everything is your fucking fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. Start right there. Yep. You fucked it up. Like, I remember, you know, I just, I'm a nurse. I'm always reading books. And I just really started focusing on leadership. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because it's my fault. Like, yeah. if my company's not, if the track, at the end of the day, the label's coming to the producer. It's your fault. So once I start getting in the mirror and just owning the shit first, owning, like, the ups, the downs, and just being like, yeah, nigga, you're the problem, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Like, you know how easy it used to be in the mirror on Insecure? Yep. Yeah. Get in the mirror <laughs> and say, nigga, you the problem. Once yeah, you get into that, then you can start moving from that into the next steps. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I it's, could see me in the mirror telling myself I'm not no, the but problem. No, but my thing is. But my <laughs> right, thing, women, my, y'all, 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 y'all the whole other way. Girl, it's not true. <laughs> no, no, yeah, women are totally. I, but, that, but the woman that's like, how can I do this? She could win because men. That's funny. She said, girl, it's not just the opposite. <laughs> no, yeah. I used to date a guy that, like, I would intentionally blame him for every. He could have nothing to do with it. And I'd be like, this is your fault. He'd be like, I know. And I just love that because he would just take it. Because <laughs> he owned it. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, he knows but you have that. to, though. You have to say, Somebody. it's on me. At some point, you do. No, no. As I think, men, I think, it as, is, I think as adults, if something goes bad, I blame myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I always yeah. talk about when I left Warner, my, the only thing that hurt me was that. The guy that was a CEO was my friend. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like as my friend, you should have handled me. It wasn't business, because in business, you know, it's like shit, you got to. Right, so let's unpack that for a minute, because okay. <laughs> I, I kind of obsess over the buildings. Uh-huh. Just because I've never, like, I've never been in an A&R meeting. Like, okay. I've never been in, like, label meetings. So I'm always, mm-hmm. always it's like talking about Santa Claus yeah. in the North Pole. <laughs> so what you want to know? Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. So, yeah, so, you know, as far as, like, your takeaways as somebody that has been on the inside, like, even my partner, too, yeah. you know, being SVP at Def Jam for a while, it was just like, damn, you know what I mean? You on the inside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, it's st- yeah. it still has the mystique to me. So what you so what you want to you wanna know? I mean, I'm looking for takeaways, you know what I'm saying? Like, being that, like, you had that experience, and now you bossed up on your own fucking show doing your thing. What, what are the takeaways what? Well, from first, that first of all, I'm not saying it because he's in the room, but it's a guy in the room right now, Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jr. is one of my biggest inspirations. But well, he's a Virgo, so he, I can give him that. But no, let me tell you why. Because when you, when sometimes you need to prove to yourself that you can do it, right? So you go in the building, and the building is kind of like your stage. Like, let me show. Cause I think I could do it. Let me let me do it, right? Let me do it, and and then when you do it, and then you realize I was making two hundred thousand dollars a year, but these motherfuckers just made two hundred million. Mm. <laughs> nah, seriously. <laughs> then you then and then you all, then it also hits you that it's not yours. Like it's not yours. It's never yours. So, it's, so 
not to cut you off, Go ahead. It's, it's really interesting, right? You know, coming from this quote unquote purist standpoint, because I feel like the ideology is systematic. I it feel is. like they're, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's good old time, time to blame slavery, right? Because yep. who taught us that the first thing we do after we create an original master is to sell it? Like, who taught the us system. that? You know what I'm saying? Like, the as system. soon as it's done, it's great. And this is why when I'm having a lot of conversations with people, I got to, you know, help them to understand this is not the time where we don't have distribution. Like the fact that we live in a world where I could pull out my drum machine right now, make, make a song with y'all right now, and, and upload have it to the this world. on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, YouTube, by in 48 hours. 24 hours in some places. You know what YouTube I'm saying? YouTube is instant. The fact that that exists, which is why, which is also why, you know, I want to touch on the artist standpoint because that's what we need to do in between placements, right? Because, exactly. you know, I'm not saying, oh man, you know, don't work with major label artists and stuff like that. Of course not. But if you make a song a day, that's 365 songs. Yep. Right? How many songs are, are actually going to major labels and major artists? So what is going to happen to those other songs? Are they going to die on the laptop cemetery? And that's why. Are they going to die? Cemetery. I have. I've Are they going to die in the laptop cemetery? Because they do no good. You can't stream. You can't do shit with them songs sitting on your laptop. Bruh, I have. When we're done with this, I'm going to show you. I created a, something to answer that. Because my, my, when you realize that, and here's what I, my take from the inside. This is kind of exposing it. But there's not a magic button they push. They don't have a magic button. They just have a hundred options and they take people like myself, JR yourself. We make the and say, go see how far we can get with that. And then I can have 10 options. If they want option eight, I just, I just won. I won. I don't give a fuck. They want the other nine. Who cares? They're going to celebrate me. Great job, Ray. I got added to rap caviar. Great job. Or you got added to this station. Great job. So when you start realizing like, damn, they, the only thing that only thing the label has that we that most of us don't have is money, but not to spend it. That's not what it's for. They have money to give themselves time, because if anybody stays in the game long enough, they'll catch a win. Like Justine Sky got a hit that came out eight years ago. Y'all turning up right now is big, right? So you just got to give yourself time in the game, right? But then my problem with the labels was that the people at the top. Don't give a fuck. Like, I I can't know I'm fucking you and, and fuck you. I can't, bro. Because I know you got a wife. I know you got a kids. And I know you got bills to pay. And I know I do too. And I know that I want to lay down that night knowing that I ain't got to worry about the same thing. Like, I ain't got to worry about you fucking me over. Right? So for me, when you start realizing like, man, like we'll be in the room with an artist playing his music. And then leave, and then the guys in the room be like, did you like it? But we just was bobbing our head to it the whole time. Of course I like it. How much money can... <laughs> no, no, no. They didn't like it. How much money can we make from it? And my thing is that if, if a label head really treated it like a business, I would be okay with it. If a label head said, hey, look, man, I don't really get what you do, but I can help make you X amount of dollars on your music. Here's how much I'm going to make, and we're going to be good. This is going to happen. If somebody did that, I'd be cool. But they in there like, 
we got the this, we got this, we got this. Bro, none, bro, first of all, the marketing girl is down there in her desk overwhelmed because she got 80 goddamn projects she's working. And everybody's calling her. The streaming guy, he got fucking, he's chasing the big hip-hop. He's chasing the rap caviar, the big shit. Nobody care about the little guy. So the little guy got to do all the work. So my mind is like, if you're a little guy, like I work like a little guy. Like I work like I don't have shit going. But I was in L.A., a couple of days ago, I ain't lying to you. I'm sitting down with friends and they're like, man, how does it feel to be hot? And I'm like, what the fuck right. are you talking about? Hot. I'm, I'm really thinking they're talking about Tehran. Because, you know, we got the number one song on TikTok. We got, I'm th- and they were like, nah, the guy show. I'm like, I ain't made a dollar from that shit. <laughs> but if, if my office wasn't right there, right, where I go conduct my business, I right. couldn't do a podcast. Right. right. Because, nigga, I got I to gotta keep the lights on. But for me, I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself. You never see yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, like that's why it's good to have friends and collaborators around. It's, it's clutch. And I say this at least once a week where it's like, yo, I say literally those exact same things. Like, look, my eyes are inside of my head, bro. I can't see myself. And every time I've gotten to that place where I start trying to believe the hype, don't believe oh, the hype, nah. believe the hype, nah. the way God come through and humble me, nah. I don't even want to play with him like even, that bro, no more. I don't even want to hear your congratulations. You know what I'm don't, I, my congratulations is <laughs> when I go home oh. and I see my kids and they happy to see me and I know that my kids, you know, that's my that's my win. Man. Bro, I don't, bro, I don't, bro, I, somebody can walk in here right now and give us a hundred million for this shit and I'll just, I'll be the same. All right, cool, because I know no matter how much money I made over here, I know I got, seven to eight people who lives are in my hand that mm-hmm. family won't eat if I don't make the right phone call, who family won't eat if I don't return an email. So for me, as long as I know I got that responsibility, mm-hmm. I can't I can't buy into that. That's, that's some real purposeful work, man. I just definitely want to make sure, because we, we made sure you got your flowers, you know what I'm saying, y'all was important. But I want, I want to make sure, you know what I'm saying, you get your flowers too, brother, for real. You know what I'm saying? Just because that's some real purposeful work. Like, I can't. I can't even, you know, explain it and say it enough as far as, like, how the ones that are really putting their heart into this music and their family, like, we need people to protect us and help us, bruh. bruh. You know what I'm saying? You'll be surprised how the most genius music person, like, i say this, Problem, he came over to my studio, and shout out my, my homie Problem, Jason Martin. We just did the, the lead uh, single off the movie Fear um, in January, oh boy, I think Tommy from uh, Power, but he came in, you know, he came by the studio and he was like, so let me get this straight. You play saxophone, but you don't play saxophone on your beats and chop and chop the saxophone up like you do samples over your... And the nigga was full-on disgusted with me <laughs> to the point where, like, I was mad at myself, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Because he, be like, he like, nigga, I couldn't play saxophone. If I played saxophone... You know what I'm saying, nigga? You know what I would be? And as soon as he said that, that was the track that day. I just literally pulled it out. No Mike way. chopped it up. One of the dopest tracks I've made in, like, the last, you know, 90 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, shit. But it just took from somebody who is the homie that's a trusted friend to just share that idea. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It definitely was harsh as fuck, you know, as, as Compton. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Showing that love. But... You know, being a hard-headed ass person, you know what I'm saying? Like that was I needed to hear that. And then it just added another stream. That's another stream, another sound. Like you might have put another five, ten years on my career mm-hmm. just advising me on a, a great idea. 
exactly. know, and so we need people like you, man, for real, to just, you know, continue to be patient with us, but no, no, man, sure. help guide us so that this gift can provide. Because the thing is, when I look, when I open up like my Sony account and I see that M, I'm like, damn, I really didn't make north of an M just like off my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like in, intellectual property, right? Like people are in the that's real estate fire. and man, all praise people in the real estate. That's their whole job. They got the real estate business, but we have intellectual property in our minds. I could make, you can make something today that a month from now, everybody will be singing. Nothing is more incredible than that. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Resi- hold on. Let, fuck that. Let me take it back. Nothing is more influential than that. If you can, then that, why wouldn't you make people sing something that means something? There's a, there's a um, TikTok that's going viral and it's an artist on stage and a whole crowd is singing his song. And it like, it's this like is Rima. the moment yeah, yeah, Rima. Yeah. that he knew he made it. Yeah. And just watching that, even, even as a fan, just watching that moment happen, like seeing a whole crowd, like but, you said, but, but being but able his, to do that. But here's the worst part. What if he didn't write it? It's still his though. Nah, he still feels The person bad. that wrote it. Feels it even no, more. They feel. They feel unseen even more. Uh, Sometimes though, right? Because because talent. because you know it's always a case by case, right? So there are some people who don't fuck with people. They want to write their music. Like I say, somebody like a Diane Warren, right? Well, I, I, I was gonna challenge you that because I believe that most songwriters are just people that were artists that just decide they want to be artists no more. Mm-hmm. They gave it up. I want to say that one more time. Songwriters. Most songwriters are really artists who have just decided I'm going to do, I'm going to just like, it's just kind of like, like they might see the ugly side of it. They might just realize, man, like I don't really have the, I don't really have the desire to go through that process. I want to create. I don't know if it's most, it might be some. Tell me, let's, let's talk about the biggest songwriters. Let's name them. Sean because, 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 because somebody like that's why I, was, I went to Diane Warren, and the reason why I went to Diane Warren is because I'm fascinated by this lady because she doesn't have the most amazing voice. And I don't know her story, so that's why it's hard for me to reference her. Okay, so, so I know who I Diane would, Warren is. I would, I would challenge you to go do some research on, on her Diane, because yeah, yeah. she's one of the greatest songwriters of no, all time. No, I know time. she is. I just you didn't know. know I just don't know her story. I work with. She's on my yeah, album. She's yeah. the only other writer on my album. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that wrote a song for me that you know, like. Crazy. And so in spending this, I gave her an honorary doctorate at Columbia. But in spending this time with her, most songwriter, like the dream, he can sing. You know, Sean, he can sing. He has, you know, he can sing. Esther Dean. Esther Dean, she can sing. Renee. She can sing. When you, Neo, he can sing. When you can't sing, but you have smashes, that's some shit right there. But how did, do you know, how did she get there? She gets there the old-fashioned way, bro. What does that mean? She knows her scales and her chords. She sits at a piano. Is she and a musician? writes lyrics. I mean, yes and no, right? Because yeah. she doesn't go out and gig, but she writes That's the biggest I mean. like, song like, of our she, time. Like she, did, she did a song on Sierra's album, um, I Got You, the album that I, Jackie album that I did. Mm-hmm. So she did a song on that album. But I didn't, you know, like, she, it's an experience working with her, but I just... I just didn't know. Yeah, because you got to ask, you got to, this is a question, right? This is when we get into the nitty gritty, right? Like, how many writers, music people know their major and minor scales? Because this is just fundamental. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. For sure. You know what I'm saying? 
And so somebody like her who understands the theory yeah. doesn't need the Whitney Houston voice to yes. create the Whitney Houston song, mm. which is like another avenue because some of us are blessed with that God giving your mama could sing, your granddaddy could sing. You was raised, you were blessed with that. Others are workers and have to go get it and go yeah. find it and hone it. And yeah. both can have success. Yeah. It's just two different journeys to the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I always want, you know, people that that may not have the, you know, genius music ability to know that there's space and there's a place for you if you want to just learn theory and learn music. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And go sit because that's literally I have a whole thing now called let the inspiration come from education. Okay. So instead of just going in the studio and creating songs the normal how I normally do. I go intentionally seek out some education. So mm. I'm here with the MPC, Akai MPC live drum machine. So I'm watching YouTube tutorials on the drum machine. Yeah. And as soon as I learn some shit that I ain't know, yeah. it's time to make a beat. Yeah. Now it's time to produce. Okay. But I'm letting that, that inspiration come from education. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm saying that's why I saw what he said, Diane Warren. I'm like, I know she is, but. We I know. just I don't know like I know Babyface's story. I know he right. was I know he was a was a high school student that posed as a teacher to meet Michael Jackson. I just and let me say this too. Last point met. about Diane Warren. She barely shares publishing, so well, when she sits at the piano and writes this whole song, they pay a producer a production fee. Bruh, He's not getting publishing. That is how I. He's learned. getting a work for hire. Let me tell you how I learned how how it's done. It was. The record she did for Sierra, I got you. And then my boy Harmony produced it. You know Harmony? Harmony produced it. And Harmony's manager called me and was like, hey, can you help us get publishing? And I was like, why the fuck would I need to help you get published? You produced a song. Oh, Diane Warren, don't worry. give up publishing. Give up no damn this, this is how she works. And I was like, <laughs> I oh. And this is why she's so rich. rich bro. I know that. She's right. so Give it up for being yeah. so rich, bro. This is a, this is a woman, bro. Give it up because that's because to be honest with you, and I was like, "What you no publishing?" And then you start, and then I that's when I started working with like Dr. Luke's of the world. And you start realizing how we done how the rules haven't changed. The creative engagement has, mm. and because the creative engagement has changed, the rules have remained the same. So, like Diane Warren is a writer. The reason why writers don't get fees or points. Is because you the writer will maintain a hundred percent of the song, and they will mm-hmm. hire a producer, and the producer will get fees and points against against his um he would get a fee against his points that he had to recoup. Some mm-hmm. people don't have to recoup it, but mm-hmm. that's which why is, which is what allows them to own the master exactly. So a lot of times people don't understand that the advance is the jug mm-hmm. for everybody that's doing business right now. Stop the negotiation <laughs> and say, you know what? And this is if you if you're able to hold on, right? Either A, take out the advance so that you can retain ownership, mm. or cut the advance in hand so you can retain more ownership or yep. some ownership. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because they don't have a problem paying you. Because once it once it once it hits a certain point, it becomes catalog. Once it becomes catalog, that money comes in forever. Mm. Like this motherfuckers that we know that have had that literally haven't received a royalty check in 20 years. And they was like, well, maybe they ain't recouped. They have recouped. They just keeping the goddamn money. It's like you get, Damn. you'll get paid if you 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 got to go get the money. 
Wait, speaking of money, I want to play Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. Okay. So, yeah. okay, so let me tell you about this game we got. Okay, okay. We got a game called Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. And um, okay. I'm going to give you, we're going to, we're starting Cosign Records, right? Okay, okay. And, you are the president and CEO. You are the president CEO. Oh, he's getting serious. Give him some eyes. Let me okay, give him some eyes. We got now. president wow. CEO. Okay, here we go. And, and, some eyes and we're going to give you three artists, and you have to choose to sign one, put one in development. And send one home. Drop. Okay. So sign, okay. drop, develop. Sign, drop, develop. If you don't want to answer, you have to donate $20 to the Atlanta Creative Kids Academy. Uh, it's a music program for producers. We got a couple producers out there that won Grammys, but it's a program, nonprofit, right? I can so already tell nobody you. Nobody loses. They get my money. I can tell you right now, they get my money. Nobody loses. Just because I know y'all trying to y'all about to back loses. me into a corner so, right so, there. So, yeah, so I'm going to throw some. I see the trap. So I'm going to throw some ideas at you, and you just tell me out of these Sign, people. Sign, develop, drop. Drop. Wait, you from Chicago? You gonna stand? Oh, by the way, I, I, I as as a producer, right? I'm pretty sure you got placed with. I got five artists for you. You want one you want to work with now. One you like hold on for them, and one you like I'm gonna pass. It's a decision we got to make every day. I'm excited. It's the label. So I'm gonna start off a All little right. because you're a producer and a purist. I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna go a little easy on you. Summer Walker, Scissor, her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sign, sign, sign. You no, know what that's I'm not an option. Are the kids gonna get twenty? Do we have a sign, do we have a donation to the kids? I want to sign everybody. Nope, that's not. Do we have a donation to the kids? Oh, you want to sign, drop, develop? Uh, sign, drop. I wouldn't. Jesus Christ. Yeah, donation. Twenty dollars for the kids, everybody. We have the twenty dollars. We have the twenty dollars for the kids. Yeah, it doesn't get easy. I just yeah, yeah. I, I thought I was. I, I'm like, I, it really does. All right, cool. Ludacris. T.I. Lil Wayne. Sign, sign, sign. No, those are not the options. Sign, sign, sign. These is, are you naming legends? If you bro? got one. We on co sign records. You. We got, you got the budget. You can't sign all three. You don't got the budget for okay, all three. Okay, 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 you got okay. the budget for one. Right. And then one is willing to take a development deal. And the other one, you can't. All right, give me the options one more time. T.I. Ludacris Lil Wayne. Um. Shit, this is intense. <laughs> Fuck. It always sounds easy when we give it to them in the beginning. It's not drop developed. Yeah, I'm gonna give them twenty dollars. Forty dollars for the kids. We have to, nah, we have the forty for the kids. They were gonna be listen. They was gonna be eating uh, one pizza that they was gonna share, but now because of cosign, they're gonna get Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get Chick Fil A. We love it. Time. They they gonna get Chick Fil A. All right, cool. Let's go. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give you. Uh, here go a good one. Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. All the ladies, you know, I'm definitely signing all the ladies. But I wanna, I wanna try that. <laughs> Maybe I'm gonna. All right, so with the ladies, I'm gonna donate. Yes to the kids, but I still wanna try to go through with this. Okay. No, go through it then. We go, we go. I got a couple more for you because I'm thinking about like. And I love to talk to producers about this because yeah. y'all are produ- you gotta you gotta yeah. go in the room you and make hits with them. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why this Got is you. so difficult. Though. Got you. The reason why it's so difficult is because as producers, you don't always get the creme de la creme to work with. So, you know, when you able to work with people that are in that development space and have success regularly, 
when you get a superstar in front of you, it's a that's a walk in the park, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna make your job easy. For sure. So with you naming all these stars, like you got creme de la creme. Jeez, it's like sign, 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 sign. Oh, this is the greatest. I'm 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 up. I'm up. This is the greatest label of all time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ray. I'm signing all these niggas. Co-sign records. Oh my god, co-sign records. I yeah. love this. I love it here. You got a chance. You got a chance. All right, go back to the ladies one okay. more time. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Doja Cat. By the way, you have one of the biggest hits in the world. Well, one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right. So I would sign Nicki just because that was I only worked with her that one time. But you know what I'm was, saying? It was um it went number one if the, the week it came if out. There was yeah. a time to work okay, cool. with So that so that that would be the, the go-to sign. Um I think that the development would be wait, what are my other two options? Cardi B and Doja Cat. Development would be Doja just because I'm just a huge fan of her. And I just feel like if me and her was to work for a long time, um that would turn into a masterpiece over time. So you're sending Cardi back to and the Bronx. And I would send Cardi back like to the it. Bronx because she's a beautiful Latina. And she just don't need no help. Like the the us no, Latin. Listen, no, no, no. Us Latin. Hey. That's a T. You don't. You gotta you, let, you you gotta already, let freak it. You, you gotta already, let freak it. I want it. You bigger than me, love. You know what I'm saying? You got that Latin. Put, put the you got this right here, <laughs> sweetheart. Just fly, because okay. I might even be holding you back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Go okay. ahead. Go okay. So, so 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 we're gonna we're gonna we gonna go here right now. Uh. Jodeci. I, need to, I need to work on my Spanish too. So Cardi like my when I be like, see, my Spanish got to get better. <laughs> so that's another reason. It's not you, it's me. Cardi. So you ready? Okay, go ahead. Jodeci, oh, Boys the Men, Drew Hill. Damn. Um, I'm signing Jodeci just because of, and I think this is very important. Like when it's time for you to play music, I'm with him. You need to. <laughs> I'm with him. Whatever you naturally go to, like I hate when I ask somebody like a music question, they're like, oh, let me go to my playlist or let me know. I need to know what's in your heart, yeah. what's in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Jodeci, so you having my baby. And it means what? what? These are hymns. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm signing Jodeci. Um, development is going to be boys to men, of course, because I worked see, with I'll, them. See, I gave you, I gave you an easy one. This that was an easy I one. Have, I have and, credits, and, and we and we send in blonde hair. But, but we send in Drew Hill home. You got you got to finish it. But this is the thing, though. I do not because the I called myself the dragon for a long period of time. <laughs> no, there was, you there, was not outside Cisco in it. No, there was there was a time period where I was going by Enrique Dragon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even when I was on Star, when I was on Star. And I was like, shout out to my man AG. When I was on Star, I uh I I I said it just so that people that knew me when they were watching the show, like you know, like the school is just like, oh, he on here clowning. Mm-hmm. Because this man just said the project is Enrique Dragon. There was a dragon era of my life. So, so I do not want you to think that this Drew Hill thing is so you know are we giving the kids $60? Are we gonna drop Drew Hill? Now Drew Hill gotta get up out of here, but it's, okay, 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 okay. But it's not because they because they have hymns too. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure. Hey, listen, brother, for sure. Y'all making me play this game, for sure. man. Okay, cool. I don't <laughs> no call. Show, I show. know. Okay, I'm gonna give you three more. Three more. I'm gonna make it easier. Like three. three. No, no. Three. I just don't want my homie Twine from Drew here to call. Be like, yo, no, no, nigga, no. I saw you drop us. Right. I saw you drop us, Twine. Don't let I'm this. Give, I'm gonna give you three more. It's just a game. It's just. 
I still need my tickets to the concert. Common. This is this is oh, this is Chicago shoot, version. Okay. Common, Kanye, or Lupe. Oh, I like this. Um, I'm signing Kanye, of course. Uh, I'm developing Lupe, uh, specifically just because I just got through watching his lecture, his master class at MIT. Okay. And he's teaching people how to rap, and it's probably like maybe like an hour and a half. But like, I have notes on his lecture. I just you know need what I'm you to finish the last one. Common, <laughs> you drop a comment. I just need you to you say, gotta it. say it. And this, the, but the only reason is, <laughs> only reason no, is, is, is because is because I matured late. Okay, I matured <laughs> so, late. So that's that. He's definitely the. It's, it's you. Yeah. It's me. It's not you. It's, Trust yeah, me. And all of these scenarios, it is. It's just. It's just. I was. When I think about, because like, I ended up using Retrospect for Life with Lauren Hill as part of my curriculum when I was teaching. Oh, wow. But when that song was, when I was up and coming, I ain't know. You know what I'm saying? I was on a different type of time. So we're oh, yeah, so dropping. I, I, I unfortunately had to drop comment. Okay, um, no, it's okay. Listen, it's, the, it's, it's your because choice. Of, because of a little bit too much righteousness during a part of my life where I was on a different type of time. So I got two more. I'm going to give you two more. <laughs> this one's going to be hard. Uh, Chris Brown, Usher, R. Kelly. Well, I gotta drop kills. Uh, He's dropping the shot. I gotta drop kills. Uh, for reasons outside of music. Okay, we was trying to focus on music. Only I made it harder on you was because you from Chicago. So I was like, Yeah, I mean, from 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 a music. If we if it was just in a music space, R. Kelly is so many people, daddy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hell like, yeah, He's so many people, daddy. A lot of these artists, we wouldn't even have them if it was not for Kells. Brother Kells. So we dropping Kells. But, you know, dropping Kells. And then what's... We had a hit with Chris Brown, right? What's the other two? Usher and Chris. Um, Who's going to sign? Who's going to give up? Yeah, yeah, I think it's all about... I'll have to go and check and see who I got more songs released with. If I have more songs <laughs> hey. released... With Chris, then it's Chris. That, that sounds like songs. twenty dollars for the kids. Yeah, I'm twenty dollars for the kids. Sixty dollars for the kids. They are. Hey, listen, guys, they will get yeah. milkshakes now. Yes, they're gonna be so happy. I'm gonna make them send you a video. Chick Fil A. said, "All right, cool, cool, cool." I said two more. I got two more. I want to. No, I said one more. No, no, yeah. I got one more. All right, Jay Z, Drake, Kendrick. They just got twenty more dollars. Eighty dollars for the kids. All right, cool. So, so we like to we have one more thing we do before we like to wrap up. It's called credit check. Uh, credit check is where we allow someone like yourself to shout out a couple of unsung heroes in your life along the journey, right? So, credit the theory check. of this is is that you know a lot of us have done work. You know, there's somebody at the house sitting down. It's like, damn, you know, and you shouting them out is going to really make their day. Like, damn. I right. told y'all I did something. Now I'm going through his phone. He said, right. well, let me see the last one. No, I just want to write. So oh, let's okay. see him. <laughs> him. <laughs> him. Uh, I feel like I need a her now. Her. Her. Those some girls Think in about there. the hers. Can't forget about the ladies who made it happen. Yep. Um, Mentors. Inspiration. All right. So the first one that came off the top of my head was Kevin Shine. Um. Because Kevin Shine had this thing in Chicago called uh, Writers, dang, Writer Sessions, Writer Sessions. I think ASCAP used to sponsor it. And that was like my first 
all right, let me play my beats outside in front of people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I remember not being able to at first because tracks weren't ready. And he gave me some, you know, very specific instructions. And I went back, made the edits, came back with the uh, with the updated tracks. And then he, like, said it. Like, this is an example of somebody who listens. Mm. He came. His beats weren't ready. I told him he could not participate. He went, flipped up his demo. He came back. You're hearing, you're hearing, the, and he like kind of like introduced me to Chicago, kind of. He introduced yeah. me to my partner too, mm. and we went on to be I'm, the interns. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you know Kevin Sean, he's gonna take this clip, and this shit will be on every Twitter feed, every Instagram yeah, feed. You he know is, I, jail. You know he's gonna take this clip, and, and and it's crazy with Kev because it's just he one of them people where it just don't matter. I'm gonna always show you love. I'm gonna always sing your praises because. Of who you were to me in that time period. By the way, we life. have a song on R. Kelly's album. Uh, I think it's an untitled album. We had a first song on there. If you're drinking what I'm drinking, Kevin Sean set it up. So shout out to Kevin Sean. There you go. All right, LaShawn, who else? LaShawn Daniels. Um, the late LaShawn Daniels. Shout out to his wife. He's one of the greatest songwriters ever. He wrote yeah. The Boy Is Mine. He also wrote you Tamar. Rock My World. He also wrote Tamar, Love and War. Oh, you love that. Oh, nah, don't, but don't don't miss you rock my world, Michael. No, no, Jackson. I'm not, my, he wrote my, you rock no, my he, world, he, Michael Jackson. Yeah. No, he said oh, okay. that. But oh. my thing is, is that his last name is Daniel. So we always to tell people we was cousins. No, for real. He finds uh, a way to have No, that's how that's how we. <laughs> it's the sign. No, it's the no, 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 no. Name, the I'm, sa I'm saying. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. You have to find connection with people, and the obvious connection was his last name was Daniels. So we were always. So I was like, bro, uh, I've been hearing your name forever. He said, and you know, Lashawn is a legend. Because I, I did a lot of work with Rodney Jerkins, and LaShawn was like, man, tell everybody you my cousin now. That's how it goes now. You my cousin. We family. So I love LaShawn. Yeah. R.I.P. to LaShawn. Like, Great guy. LaShawn's one of them guys that, like, showed he was living proof that you could love God and flourish in the music mm. industry. Yes. And Ooh. so not a lot of brothers that you can use as an example, you know, especially, like, coming from, like, the church and stuff like that. It's like, all right, now I'm in, you know what I'm saying, the devil's industry. Like, how can yeah. I... How do I do yep. this? He did it his you way. You know what I'm saying? He did it his and way. This is how you love God and be successful. So, LaShawn Daniels. Uh, Frank Lewis. Frank Lewis is the son of the late Ramsey Lewis. Okay. And he's the father of my artist, uh, Frank Vibes. That's okay. Frank Jr. Okay. And so, um, we're uh, getting into his deal now. You know okay. what I'm saying? Can't necessarily speak on. Sure. You know. But, we, but the shout out is there. But the shout out is there because... You let me intern for you while you were producing your dad, and your dad is a Chicago legend. Earth, Wind, and Fire started in the Ramsey Lewis trio. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was able early on to be a fly on the wall, get people water. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And just be that little hey, kid listen, in man, the corner. Don't ever, don't ever underestimate the power of being an intern and being in a room. Don't ever underestimate the value of that. David Geffen tells a story of him being lost. You know, he said he always wished that he was a, you should watch it, the documentary is incredible. He, always, he said, he starts off saying, I always wish that I was a six foot two uh, kid with blonde eye, with brown, with blue eyes from Brooklyn. Like that's, he always wished it. And he was never that. So he went to, he went to LA and he started interning for, I think CAA or one of those big agencies. Mm -hmm. And he said he heard the guys on the phone and he was like, they're bullshitting. I can bullshit. Yep. And that's how he I became that. that's how he became yep. David Geffen. But the point is is that being around greatness is is important because you seeing behind the veil gives you that information of like, damn, he is a regular no problem. I remember the first time, this is gonna sound really crazy. By the way, I already done made a couple, we'd have made some millions by this time. And I remember being in LA mm -hmm. 
being in Miami with L.A. Reid, and I, I know it sounds crazy, but the nigga had on shorts was high socks. And I remember just sitting next to him. I swear to God, I'm like, this nigga got on high socks. Because anytime, has anybody not seen L.A. and L.A. Reid get, you know what I'm saying? You always see, he's always himself. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this nigga human. I was, right. no, That's funny I'm being for real, because. This nigga's human. This nigga's human, bro. This nigga, I mean, he had on gym shoes and high socks and shorts. I'm like, damn, nigga. I ain't never seen you not in a suit. I ain't never seen you not in your gear. Right. But that was good for me because it was the, like, you, without damn. Without the costume, without the Batman cape yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, it's like seeing Batman outside his costume. Right. It's like, right, damn, right. though, you really are just like me. So that's why I support You say you had a fourth one, a her. Uh, Beth. Beth uh, Campfire, now Beth Ryan. But this was my public speaking professor at Aww. Columbia in mm. Chicago. And she's the one that coached me on the speech that I read. Yeah, I dedicated to my mom. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying so. She saw that moment building up to the moment throughout the semester as my my teacher. Yeah, ten years after I graduated, she's the one that facilitated my TED talk. Oh wow! Um, Professor Cosign presents how to rewrite your life, and this is when I felt like I was blackballed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So at my lowest, you know, her not even knowing what I'm going through, just was like, "You want to do a TED talk?" And that rewrite your life ended up being like a prophetic word that I was speaking over myself that I didn't know then. I didn't oh, wow. know I was about to become an on-air personality for Apple Music yeah. and be playing music around the world. I didn't yeah. know I was going to be a personality, a host on Man Cave BET and get into yeah. TV and film yep. and then Fox. So I didn't even realize what I was saying as far as like that you can rewrite your life. I was just kind of trying to encourage somebody using my story. So I appreciate Beth. We still do. Work at Columbia to this day. And then last is my family again, the Panamanians mm. in Chicago. My tia, tia Linda, tia Yvonne, uh-huh. Uncle Rudy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, this is this is why I am who I am. You know, like these Spanish first, black, Latino, Latina yeah. people. Yeah. This, you know what I'm saying? They gave you the, they gave you that 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 them core roots and the culture. My yeah. uncle playlist on the way to school. We listening to Bob mm-hmm. Marley. We listen to salsa marenga, mm-hmm. and then you know what I'm saying. We listen to some R and B. You know what I'm saying? Right? I love that. And so you know, man, I just that's a quick. I, that could go on forever. No, this no, credit I, thing, I love that. I love I that. But so that's because my thing is you poured could, into me. My thing is you can leverage credit. Like I, give people credit. Like let them let like Kevin Shine is definitely gonna take this clip. <laughs> He's gonna edit it himself. He's gonna have your songs playing in the background. And that shit is gonna he's gonna leverage the fuck out of this credit. Go and by Kim. the way, he should. Go kid. He should. Cause in this Go game, ahead. if you did something and some you helped somebody, you deserve it. So Go that's Kim. it. So last Samir has the last question. All right. So yes. before we get you out of here, of course, this is the God show. So I gotta ask you, do you consider yourself a goat or underdog? And why? Do I consider myself a goat or an underdog? I definitely consider myself an underdog for sure, for sure. Okay, I, wow. absolutely. Just again, going back to my family coming from humble beginnings, they kept um, that in. They, they 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 pumped that in them. It's, if yeah. he said goat, his family be like, "Why the fuck was you?" <laughs> Marco, you, you ain't no damn goat. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're not a damn goat. <laughs> exactly. If anything, you ass a little puppy. You're exactly. a puppy. Exactly. You know exactly. What I'm exactly. So crazy. Nah. Yeah. Underdog, man. You know what I mean? Shit. We black in America, man. What are we talking about? Bro. You know what I'm saying? How can you? Know what that is? You know what well, I'm saying? Well, well I'm gonna interrupt and say I'm gonna tell you why you're a goat to me. 
because right mm. now I'm in the process of rewriting my life. Mm. And when you said that, that really hit home for me. Like, mm. and I feel like, I feel like it's nothing better for kids, for youth that look like us to see someone like them take off the cape and say, I bleed too. I hurt too. I cry too. But I, but no matter out of all that bleeding, hurting and crying that I deal with, I get the fuck up the next day and I go for it. Absolutely. And to me, that's the whole point of what I'm doing. I want to show people if you just get up every day and go, they will come. Just go for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I just want to tell you, thank you for showing up, brother. Yes, this sir. is the God Show. We got cosign and we are out. Yeah. But, but. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.